Let the spirit move you. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Wild Seed Podcast. I am Cher. And I am Mikey. And today's episode is brought to you by... Sinigang! Sinigang is a delicious tamarind-based sour soup. Being in the moment is like sinigang because when you are eating sinigang, Nothing else exists except you and Sinigang. This is your space captain speaking. Just a reminder to pack some teeny tiny snacks and maybe a silly little hat as we're about to take a trip to the tippy top tip where the wild seeds grow. Woo, share. Man, I can't believe we're here. It's kind of crazy. And I'm just so grateful to be on this ride with you where, you know, we've channeled our love for the best things in life, like dance and freedom and love and mind-expanding conversations and just being able to share that with others in the form of an amazing dance floor where everyone is just free-flowing. And now we can actually share it in the form of a great conversation. Just one of the many great conversations we have every day. And it's just amazing that we can keep that dialogue open and share it with the world. Yeah, Mikey, it's just the most exciting and wondrous thing. It's like sometimes I can't even wrap my mind around it. It's just so cool to think about all of this becoming what it is because we were just sitting around telling stories and you were telling me about your journey and your trip and how amazing it was and look at where we are now. Isn't that so cool? Oh, and I can't believe this all started on this awakening 30th birthday solo trip extravaganza. And um, I think it's because I set an intention before going on this trip. And I told myself I really wanted to experience freedom in however way it would serve me best. And, and I just really wanted to experience myself fully as a decision maker, as a creator, as an explorer. And boy, did I get back what I put out into the universe. It's crazy. I went to my first conscious festival, and that's where I first experienced what an ideal world would be like. I couchsurfed alone for the first time and met the most amazing people. And I even camped out in a van in the deserts of California. But I think what really, really resonated with me was trying out ecstatic dance for the first time. I think it's because I felt a full body somatic experience of what it is like to be me without any barriers with all my layers shed and I just experienced that in motion in my natural movement and my favorite thing about talking to you Mikey about ecstatic dance is that you put into words something that I was already actually kind of practicing because whenever I dance I just dance and just move and I flail my arms and I kick my legs and it's just 
the I guess it might look very silly or very just un unstructured and it's just basically and doing whatever I feel like doing. And when you told me that it was that you had gone to an ecstatic dance and you described what that dance was like, I was like, oh my god, this is what it is. <laughs> this is what I've been doing this whole time. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yes. I think the best and easiest way I describe it to people is that it's like dancing like no one's watching, but together. So you're all experiencing just like letting loose, letting your hair down and just moving in however way you want to, whatever you you really feel like you want to move, not how you think dance is supposed to be like. And everyone is kind of doing that together. So you're you're mirroring this sense of authenticity of just being yourself and it's just such a magical experience to be in that dance floor where everyone is just radiating this freedom uh, yes and you're experiencing this freedom in the most potent way possible you know you're allowing yourself to express all these feelings and emotions through movement as a language it's expansive and boundless because we are expansive and boundless and it's the music that touches us and the rhythm that connects us all and we express Mm. it through our bodies yeah that's embodiment and so gabriel roth who is one of the visionaries and pioneers of ecstatic dance always believed that if you have a body you are a dancer and she explains in her book called maps to ecstasy that this is something that we should really take ownership of. She says, The power to move your body in rhythm is yours to claim. The power to be sensuous, to have total orgasm, is yours to claim. The power to be in tune with the rhythm of life, its waves and cycles, is yours to claim. This is the power of your being, the presence and the charisma we all want so much. As you free your body to receive the power of being, all kinds of feelings start to flow. Old feelings, new feelings, dark and light. Being alive is dangerous. It means feeling feelings you might not want to feel or thought you never would. Being alive means having a heart and expressing it. In freeing the body, we free the heart to experience the power of love. Isn't that so great? That's beautiful, Mikey. And it goes back to creation and love. Yeah, and our creative power to claim what is really ours and to understand that whatever it is that we want to claim, whether it's this sensuality or this rhythm or even just love, it's completely in our power to take ownership of it. I think it's also about allowing yourself that sometimes we hold ourselves back or we feel limited, but just letting loose, letting go, allowing yourself to connect to the music, connect to the moment, get into that flow. Because you also, it's also kind of a decision to be in that zone, being in the moment, being present is something you do consciously because you have to be aware. So all of these things are really, really so interconnected and it's actually all the same thing. Mm, 
Yeah, I totally agree. One of the biggest things that I love about ecstatic dance is the opportunity to make conscious connections, to make conscious connections with yourself, with others, with the music, and everything involved. And that's because the main guidelines of ecstatic dance allow you to really immerse in that conscious state. You're not allowed to have any drugs or alcohol in the dance floor. You are not allowed to talk to each other. So you're completely in the moment. You're completely experiencing yourself, others, and the music. So it's pretty much a sober dance party. It's like being at a nightclub without all these other distractions and you allow more room for conscious connection. It can be quite intimidating in the beginning, but imagine that feeling of having complete control and complete awareness of every move you make, of every thought that you think up, of every beat and rhythm the music makes. Oh, it's just so delicious to be able to express that in your body and in movement. And once you connect to that, it's just, ah, what is the word? Ecstasy. It's, it's ecstasy. It's pure ecstasy. And you realize that you don't need the help of much to get there. It's You have everything within you to get to that state of ecstasy. Oh. Mikey dropping the truth bombs again and again and again and again and again. <laughs> Man, it's just a good reminder for myself, you know? And it's not about chasing highs. Because when you talk about chasing highs, it's very temporary. And once you get to the peak, then you feel like you just drop back down to reality. And then you lose it again. And then you have to like chase after it again. But if you look at ecstasy as this this ease, this flow, and understanding that it's not just bottom and peak. It doesn't involve just zero to 100. It's so cool to realize these things that you can get, you can get to that state. And it's not, it's not a chase. You're not chasing a high because also highs like that, they're always going to be different. So you can never get to that point ever. And that's why when you just let go, when you just completely give yourself to the moment, to the present, you're making that decision to surrender. And that's the magic of it. It's letting go of the control. It's letting go of expectation. It's letting go of anything else that's outside of you. And trusting what's inside of you and letting that out, setting it free, releasing it, sharing it. That's the beauty. That's the magic. Oof, yeah. And it's actually also being completely conscious of that process of making the decision. Imagine when you're on the dance floor, you're not thinking with your analytical mind about making decisions about how to move next. But you are completely immersed in that decision-making process that is embodied because you just allow your body to make the decision to move a finger up, to, to stretch your legs, to lie down on the floor. It's, and you just really lose the words for these things because just going back to those memories it just reminds me about how, 
how great it feels to be in that experience of experiencing yourself. <laughs> oh, wow. And you can just always come back to it, see? <laughs> Yeah, okay. yeah, I'm there right now. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Whew. It's a superpower. I feel like I just uh, I just danced for two hours, <laughs> having said all of that. <laughs> but it is sometimes so difficult to find the words to express it. Because how do you put into words that feeling, the human vocabulary... It's it, limited. Yeah, there's nothing. It's like sometimes when I see something so beautiful and I take a picture, and I'm like, it's really not the same. You can't capture the entirety of the vision or whatever it is, because it's not just what you're seeing. It's what you're feeling, what you're smelling. It's just everything all at once. And that's what yeah. makes it. I guess, yeah, it's a, like that whole thing about the difference between knowledge by description compared to knowledge by acquaintance. So the difference is knowledge by description is, let's say, I'm describing to you how beautiful it is to be on the beach. And I can tell you everything about it. I can tell you that the sand was so white and the ocean was so clear that day. But it's so different having you be in that actual experience, which is knowledge of acquaintance. You know, being able to like plant you in that very moment, being on that same beach with the white sand and the clear waters, you'll experience it for yourself and you'll experience it in a different way. And that just allows you to open yourself up to it more and feel it for yourself. And there's just no way of being able to describe it to someone in the way that they would experience it for themselves. There's just so much more power in being able to just be. <laughs> it really is just being. And being is different for everyone. I wanted to ask you something. Like, How did it feel for you to, to be able to share a practice like this? Or to be able to share this feeling of freedom with others? How did that make you feel coming into creating these dances for others? Well, for me, my whole... What I want in life is just that everyone is feeling really, really good. I just want everyone to be happy. I want everyone to feel like there's love that exists on this earth. I just want that feeling of joy to just be shared always, all the time. And... To be able to create something that allows people to discover this infiniteness within themselves. To create a space where people can see, maybe for the first time, or be for the first time, to truly be. It's just, for me, such an honor and such a gift to be able to share. It's amazing i actually am so amazed that i was able to like give space to people for this because just speaking to people after dance and seeing their faces feeling their energy there's nothing like it in this world it's the best thing 
I don't know. It's already so beautiful to experience it for yourself, to be on that dance floor and see that joy and love expressed in the faces and energy of others. But also being able to hold space for others to be able to experience this maybe for the first time or maybe to just be able to explore themselves in a different way. It's so humbling to see them heal, to see them express, to see them... Oh, just to see them love and even just take it in. It's just so rewarding to see that, oh, to see that shared, to see that expressed in the world through other human beings and to feel that connectedness in all of us, that whatever I am feeling, you are also feeling. And we can all feel it together as this, this one organism. We are all just experiencing life in the same way, that's how I feel on the dance floor. We just merge into this one thing. Oh, man, yeah. Everything just kind of disappears. Time doesn't exist. You don't exist. Your your inner critic or your ego doesn't exist. And you're completely present. It just... <laughs> it just is. <laughs> It just comes back to what we were saying about when you do something freely, truly, purely, and from an authentic place, it's intoxicating. It's everyone feels that energy and you know that it's real. When you're feeling that freedom, you're feeling that you know you're not being judged. There are no bounds, there are no walls. It's just. Pure. I don't know how to explain it. When it's pure, it's pure. You know it. So- no, but that's it. That's yeah. There's no other explanation to it than knowing. When when you have that yeah. sense of knowing, that's what it is. That's it. You're right. I don't think there's any way to explain a sense of knowing because it's very unique to yourself. True. But you know when you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. In anything in life, you know when you know. Yeah, and sometimes I kind of question it. Like, do I really know it? But you do know. And then sometimes you're like, wait, I already... Yeah, right? Does it happen to you? Mm-hmm. And that's when yeah. it comes back to, like, really tuning into yourself. Trusting and surrendering, too. Because I think the only thing that can sway you from your sense of knowing is a sense of fear. I guess it takes you away from disalignment because a sense of knowing, I think, is just being really aligned with yourself, being really tapped in, tuned in, turned on. And the only thing that can maybe flicker the lights is you fearing anything in the past or in the future when this this knowing is completely in the present you're understanding that eternity is now that all is now eternity is now i love that that should be made into a bumper sticker make it into a (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt if i had a cult if I had a cult, that would be our slogan. Eternity is now. now. What would your outfits be? Because like the Rajnishi, they would wear those like reddish 
pink, purpley. All their outfits were that color, right? I think we would be more of a nudist cult. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Clothing options. Because if we were to completely immerse in eternity, there would be no barrier between the world and our bodies. So we wouldn't have to wear anything. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Maybe on special occasions we'll wear a hat or something. But I think the hat would be good. Maybe one glove, a sock. <laughs> yeah, just just as a metaphor for something. But... Or if you want to just oh. have a cute costume. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for tuning in. If you like this episode, tune in again next week for another magic carpet ride with me and my team. You can find more of our episodes and show notes on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please also make sure to check out our Instagram page at We Are Wild Seed for announcements, episode highlights, and other fun things that we want to share with you. See you again soon! Wild Seed! Wow, see!